Welcome to OOD Works, the podcast, a show about unique individuals and the services provided by Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities, the state agency that helps individuals with disabilities find a job and be more independent. Here's your host, Kim Jump. James Sims is our guest of the OOD Works podcast today, and James, I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to meet with you. Um, I'd heard from one of our staff, Shane Harris, that you would be a great person to talk to with a connection uh, to The Ohio State University. So I'm really excited to dive in and find out just kind of about your experience. And let me just uh, start off by asking, uh, when did you first get involved with the agency? Well, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm I'm really happy to to come on and talk about my experiences with OOD. Uh, it's probably been about six years ago. I first started experiencing some visual issues about oh man, about seven years ago. And then um, you know after some medical procedures, um, kind of quickly realized that I was going to need some additional services. So I engaged with OOD about um, about six years ago. And, you know, I just kind of my experience is what I thought was going to be and what it ended up being were on two different sides of the spectrum. So uh, it, it's it's been something along the way. I'm glad to talk about it today. Well, well, great. Uh, so take me back if, if you're comfortable with talking about what was happening with your vision. Was it impacting your daily life when you first got connected or kind of what was happening with you? Yeah, you know, I noticed, you know, and this all happened, you know, shortly after my, you know, after my 40s, I noticed I had some vision issues and was having difficulties, you know, driving, seeing at night and, mm-hmm. and using the computer and then, you know, went to an optometrist who said, I, you know, referred me to an eye surgeon and then through a series of inter, um, through a series of exams kind of noticed that, I was having some serious, you know, you know, ocular issues and some other, you know, you know, issues that were going to be long term and needed some serious medical care. And so, you know, as a result of, you know, a few surgeries and some other items going on, I lost a lot of vision and quickly um, knew that I was going to need, you know, some services. Um, and some accommodations if I want to continue to to work in the same you know field that I that I work in. Mm-hmm. For you, was that vision loss? Did it kind of happen quickly then? Once it you began, know, once or it began, was gradual. It, 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 it happened. I'm going to say quickly over a kind of a 12 month period. Hmm. You know, I very I, I remember vividly the very last day that I drove my vehicle, drove my car, and thought. I don't think I'm going to be able to drive anymore. It's just not safe. Wow. And so um, over a 12-month period and a few surgeries, you know, I, I just was unable to to drive and to do some of the things that I had normally done um, with this kind of acute onset condition that I had and then um, got connected with OOD. And man, I, when I really first thought, I thought I didn't know of any of the services. So I thought, oh, man, they're going to yeah. have me doing things that are way outside of you know, what I've been doing previously, because, you know, I'd earned a master's degree in marketing communication, had taught at, you know, Franklin University, Columbus State Community College, had worked in marketing communication, you know, for most of my career and thought, oh, man, this is over. I just had no idea um, any kind of any kind of accommodations or services, you know, existed. 
Oh, so you were thinking maybe you'd even have to like change, change your profession. Oh, I know. Yes. And when I, you know, when I first met with Amy Beavis, mm-hmm. you know, she was so patient and gracious because I just was like, I, I just was like, hey, listen, I know that you're going to stick me somewhere and have me, you know, maybe moving boxes or, mm-hmm. you know, driving a forklift. None of those things, you know, I couldn't drive a forklift if I had to, but I didn't want to do those <laughs> things. So I just and she she was just so patient with me. She was like, no, no, no. Just relax. Let me walk you through our services. Let me do our intake with you mm-hmm. and let me show you what's available. And our goal is to get you working and, you know, back to the things that you love to do. And yeah. so I told her, OK, I trust you and let's, you know, let's take this journey together. And it's been it's been it's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. Yeah, that's great. And she was probably very knowledgeable about the technology, technology that you as someone that wasn't as familiar with having experienced vision loss. It was all kind of a whole new world to you. I'm guessing that some of those technological kind of connections, resources were probably helpful. Absolutely. I had zero idea about what kind of, you know, accessibility accommodations were available. And she quickly introduced me to, you know, to Zoom text, which I use mm-hmm. on a daily basis. She introduced me to some Microsoft keyboard strokes that allow me to, to navigate the computer. Um, we did an assessment of how I can access, you know, just my daily life, um, connected me with some transportation services and um, has just been, you know, it just allowed me to continue to do the things that I've, you know, been educated to do and has just right. been, has just been wonderful. Yeah, it sounds like that was really important to you, you know, to be able to be able to continue. It's like you didn't want to. And I mean, who would who would want to have their life radically change? I'm just guessing it was probably very empowering for you to know that. No, you didn't have to change your whole profession and skill set and all of the the skills and experiences that you had built up over your career. Correct. You know, I just didn't know what I didn't know at that point. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just dealing with the trauma of, you know, being in the situation and having this, you know, visual loss was a whole set of things I was working on. In addition to learning, you know, how to navigate my new, you know, my new world. Yeah. Wow. So at at that time, were you working? I was. I was working for the state of Ohio and um, just had to to step back from that position for a while and then, you know, took a few, eh, probably 16, 18 months off to make sure, you know, to learn what I needed to learn, to navigate my new world and to begin to learn my new kind of accommodations. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, the OD's goal is to get, you know, people back to work. And that's exactly what happened. Once I was comfortable, my vision was stable and my surgeries were behind me. You know, I worked with them, um, you know, with OOD to, you know, to begin to, to head back to work in the profession that I love. Yeah, that's great. What about at your home? Did you take advantage of any of the services to help you, you know, support greater independence in your home too? I did. And so, um, Good. I was able to, you know, 
find some ways to label some items. Because, you know, my vision, you know, everyone, vision loss, what I've learned is a spectrum. And so Mm -hmm. I have, um, you know, although I'm legally blind, I have some vision. And so I'm able to navigate and, you know, you know, still do the things that I like to do around the house and, you know, uh, you know, larger screens, magnification, you know, those kinds of things help out on on a daily basis. Yes. Yeah, that's great. So what, you know, you got to this point where, you know, as you explained, the surgeries were behind you and you were ready to get kind of back to work. So then kind of what happened? I, um, OD connected me with Susan Walters at um, the Matrix Company, who was assigned to me through um, her organization to help me navigate the application process um, to find a job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she has been and continues to be just a wonderful resource, friend, blessing along the way, because, you know, she's helped me navigate you know, she's done everything from help me review my resume um, to help me, you know, navigate some of the jobs because, you know, some of the software, you know, although the the um, Zoom Tech software is helpful, it, at times it's just, you know, it doesn't read it kind of in a, you know, in a fashion that you would normally read. And um, having her, having Susan around, um, you know, has just been an amazing, um, you know, opportunity for me to find jobs, to look at my resume, to bounce ideas off of, and to ultimately, you know, get positions, get offered positions, and and continue to work. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. Um, at that point, were you kind of working with her, too, to just watch open positions once you had your, your resume kind of in good shape and you were feeling ready? Yeah, we, we looked for open positions, and, you know, when I first started applying, I had some specific criteria. I wanted to go back to work on kind of a part-time basis, but I wanted mm-hmm. to, I had a really list of specific, you know, criteria. I wanted to work, you know, in a nonprofit setting. I wanted to do something that was, you know, going to be a benefit to, you know, to, you know, to society. I had worked in a previous position and thought, you know, I'll, this has been an you know, it was a really good position for me, but going forward, I just, I wanted to do something different. And so we were able to find, you know, a kind of a halftime job um, that allowed me to continue to, you know, use my skills in marketing in a position that um, was in healthcare for those who are, you know, marginalized and underserved. And so it was a really, really good fit at the right time. And, and Susan and Amy helped me secure that position. And I, I worked there for four years before, um, you know, um, transitioning to my current position. Oh, that's great. So did that. I And I, I love when people know what they want. I think that's that's great because then, mm-hmm. you, you know, I think it helps the staff too to try to put the puzzle pieces together and make sure that, you know, it is going to be a good fit for you. And yeah. I'm just guessing that given kind of the life changes you'd experienced, I could see where part-time and, you know, that setup would be a nice way to kind of transition back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was just a, you know, the um, healthcare organization that I went to was very accommodating um, of my visual, you know, um, visual needs. They provide me 
you know, the software and the hardware that I needed and um, were really great. So I've had really good experiences with them. And um, it was just um, it was a good fit at the right time. Yeah. So you did that for about four years or so. And then at that point, were you just feeling like you wanted to move into something full time? Yeah, at that point, I was ready to move on to something full time. And so, you know, once again, I contacted Amy and um, she Amy put Susan Walters and I together mm-hmm. and we kind of engaged on a journey to find a position full time that, um, you know, met my you know work criteria, what I wanted to do, salary expectations and the kind of, um, you know, met with my background as well. And so, yeah. you know, after working with Susan, um, I was offered a position at The Ohio State University as the marketing and branding manager for this is a long title, the College of Arts and Sciences Center for Career and Professional Success. And so um, in that capacity, um, my role is to help market the career services that are available to the College of Arts and Sciences students at at The Ohio State University. So all of the email marketing campaigns, um, the social media, a lot of the writing content, um, graphic design is primarily what I do, some video, um, you know, development. And so it's a really good job. I, I, I have um, progressed in the career and I'm, I'm, I'm really happy there. And I will tell you that the university has been utterly amazing in terms of um, accommodations for whatever disability needs that I have. And that, that's from day one. Excellent. Um, I was a little worried. I'll tell you a story. So when I, I came on and, you know, the disability office asked me, OK, what size monitor are you? We can give you kind of 27 or we can give you 32. And I thought, OK, I don't you know, you don't have to buy me a you know, 32 inch monitor. And the, and the, the lady says, you know, listen, we, we will get you whatever you need to perform your job at the best you know ability. So don't awesome. try to save us, you know, one hundred and fourteen dollars. Whatever we need to get you, we can get for you. And so they provided, you know, um, a monitor for me. I still got a um, um, an iPad that OOD provided to me that, you know, does um, OCR character recognition. It reads. It does a lot of things. And so, you know, I've got a larger keyboard and, um, you know, they've been amazing. And so I just found out that um, OOD provided, you know, awarded the Ohio State University um, and awards simply because of the, uh, you know, they're going above and beyond to help those with disabilities, you know, successfully perform their jobs. And I can attest to it firsthand that the university has been nothing but just stellar, really stellar and helping me, um, you know, transition on board and perform successfully. That's wonderful to hear. And yeah, they the Ohio State University, the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center were the recipients of the 2022 Governor's Inclusive Employer Award. And so, you know, we think of, you know, accessibility for students, inclusion of, you know, students with disabilities. Not only that, they're an employer that cares about inclusion and how much that must have meant to you as a new employee to have that kind of welcome and that kind of support of uh, your accommodations mattered from from day one, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. It was just, you know, when you come on to a position, 
you know, with the new organization, you know, you really want the focus of your time and your talent and your attention to be on the job, learning the actual job. You don't want the idea of accommodations getting in your way. And that's exactly what the Ohio State University did. They said, hey, listen, we'll take your carrier accommodations. You just focus on learning the job, learning the Ohio State University system. And um, it just allows me to push all that to the side and actually, you know, get to the job is at hand. Yeah. And it sounds like the job, too, continues to check some of those boxes that were important to you when when you went back part time. It's like you build on that, it sounds. sounds Absolutely. Like. Absolutely. You know, I um, you know, I earned a master's degree in marketing and communication and spent years teaching at both Columbus State Community College and Franklin University. And so having the ability to have this job, you know, support student success is something that's important to me. And I don't I don't have direct student contact as a as an adjunct or faculty member, but um, the ability to share student stories and student profiles and, you know, career fairs with students and, you know, resources for students is something that I enjoy doing. That's great. Any teaching still these days, or do you feel like you kind of get that you you get that need met through what you're able to do with the the student contact? You know, no teaching nowadays because I have a whole nother, a whole different passion that I'm doing in you know, you know the other hours that I have when I'm outside sure. of the university. I I wrote a um a children's book and published a children's book. Oh, cool. Um, and you know I did that over the last. Well, that's been three years in the making. Um, What's it called? I will give a a, a plug for it. It's yeah, called please. The Incredible, Amazing, Fantastic Life of Mr. Smith. Yeah, The Incredible, Amazing, Fantastic mm-hmm. Life of Mr. Smith. Okay. It's a story about um, a dad who tells Paul uh, tales to his son. And I, I wrote the book because for two reasons, um, just because, you know, when my son was younger, it was I love reading to him and he loved story time. But it was hard finding stories that featured African-American characters. Mm-hmm. And so this has an African-American dad and, you know, his superpower is that he keeps his shirt and tie on the entire story. Um, but I spent time doing that because I thought, you know, I've had this story in my head and these, you know, these stories. This is the first in a, in a, in a series, but. I've had him in my head and I am not going to let this disability, you know, keep me back. And so, you know, when I was working, you know, part time, I would, you know, the rest of the week, you know, when I was off, I would write the story and edit it and work on the designs and try to find a publisher and do all those things necessary. And, you know, um, so to answer that other question, I replaced, you know, teaching with, you know, writing, writing, uh, writing this book and you know, currently in my spare time working on uh, the second book. So, well, that's great. Where can listeners find it? Listeners can find it on Amazon. They can go to Barnes and Noble, find it online, or they can go to j3books.shop. And that's uh, on Shopify app. So if you want to get a copy, I would encourage you. And, you know, I'll encourage you if you want to read to your children, Read this book. If you don't want to read this book, just read to your children in general. 
That that's a great message. I love yeah. that. And we'll we'll make sure that we put links in the show notes and make it easy for people yeah. to get to that. That's that's great. And I, I noticed what you said too about not wanting your disability to hold you back. You know, you had you had this vision of this and you weren't gonna let that stop you. Yeah, and I, this is you know, you know, my son is is sixteen now and I thought, okay, I, you know, one day, one day, and finally I thought, okay. One day is here. Let's go. Start writing. And so that's, you know, took a while to to get it. Um, but I am proud. I got it from concept to completion. And, you know, you know, we had a our first book signing earlier this summer and in a bookstore downtown and, um, you know, did some stuff in German Village. So it's been amazing. I, I, I And I don't know, to be honest with you, Kim, I don't know if I would have got to this point if I hadn't had the disability. Oh, really? I don't know, because, you know, this, you know, this disability has made me focus, has made me kind of do an assessment mm-hmm. and really kind of really kind of narrow down. Really, what do you want to do? What do you know? What do you want to be? You know, what do you you know, what do you want to spend your time doing? What's important to you? And I think part of that was COVID because we all had some time to reflect while we were all in, in the house and. You know, everything was shut down. But I think part of the disability made me go, you know, I don't want this disability to, to you know, be a, a reason why some of these dreams didn't get accomplished. Yeah, that's great. I'll definitely be getting it. That's very cool. Okay. I, okay. I, tall, tall tales are just fun. They are fun. <laughs> and, I, you know, when I, I would always just make up stories and tell him. And so I've got, right. you know, half a dozen stories that the ones I used to make up and tell him and then you know, putting them into a book and, you know, it's been, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. That, did you do the design work for it as well? You know, I found a graphic designer who is utterly amazing to do these illustrations. And when people look at the book, they go, yeah, I really love the story, but the illustrations are amazing. I'm like, yeah, I know, <laughs> but the story is really good too. So yeah. Yeah. You know how it goes. Well, that's great though. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to, as soon as we get done, I'm going to look it up. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 So um, anything else you would want to say about, um, you know, your work responsibilities there at the Ohio State University? Um, I will tell you that I'm, I'm really grateful for my position just in general, just in terms of the disability. I'm grateful to the university for allowing, you know, just for providing accommodations. And, you know, anytime I run into an issue and say, hey, I can't access this form or this website is a little difficult, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, staff from every facet of the university are tuned in to say, oh, we, we got you. There's never any, well, you should just go ahead and no, they are always you know, responding to me with positive reinforcement of no problem. We will make this accessible for, accessible for you. Here's a workaround. And so, um, you know, in addition to talking about that, I will encourage anyone who, you know, when it have a disability that's brand new to you or you have a disability that you think I can't, I can't or I'm not sure. You know, my message of encouragement to folks is to say, just just give a try. Mm-hmm. Just meet with someone from OOD, you know, connect hopefully with someone from Matrix like Susan Walters, who's going to be, you know, an amazing advocate for you. Keep an open mind and just realize this is, you know, it's part of what is going on with you, but it doesn't define you at all. It right. by no means defines what you can do, 
you know, what your ceiling is and what abilities you have. So just just lean in and, and, and get to work. Yeah, lean in. That's a that's a great, great message. I appreciate the shout out. Besides uh, working on book two, anything else that's uh, on the horizon for you, James? You know, besides working on book two, trying to get a 16-year-old prepped for college. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that. <laughs> that's that's my other full-time job. So that's about it. You. That's about it. Yeah. That's great. Closing thoughts? I'll share that. I'm, you know, I just really try to keep a, an attitude of gratitude that I am, you know, I don't focus on the disability. I am grateful for, you know, the vision that I do have and the abilities that I do have. And so I think that's a message that folks should put in their pocket and carry with them. So. Yeah. Thank you for that. A transcript of today's episode is available at ood.ohio.gov forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review. We're on social media at Ohio OOD. Do you have a disability? Do you want a job? We can help. OODWorks.com.